now listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. Warm greetings to the people of India, United States, UAE, Philippines, Australia, Mexico, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, Netherlands, Canada, Malaysia, Luxembourg, Guatemala, New Zealand, Morocco, Kuwait, Italy, Argentina, Spain, Ukadar, Germany, Colombia, Brazil, Austria, Singapore and 36 unknown locations. Thank you for sharing your love by listening to this podcast of mine. In almost two months, we have 2.7k listeners. Thank you so much. My heart is filled with gratitude to all my listeners. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I am your host, Dr. Kavita Bhargav, a gold medalist in psychology and a practicing clinical hypnotherapist, also a trainer for mind sciences. It's a pleasure to finish a third chapter. I thought of writing a book a number of years back when this idea of sharing my knowledge came to me. Somehow, I couldn't because, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort. Thankfully, the idea of podcast came to me. I can now reach more of you instead of a limited audience or limited readers. Thank you so very much and thanks to the universe for giving me this idea of creating podcast. So in this episode, which is the final episode for therapeutic approaches, we'll be learning about five key ideas. These are small ones, so I'm clubbing them again, just like the previous chapter. The ideas we'll be discussing are biomedical therapy and electroconvulsive therapy, ECT we call it. Factors contributing to healing in psychotherapy, ethics in psychotherapy, alternative therapies and rehabilitation of the mentally ill. Questions to which you can find the answers here in this episode are how does biomedical therapy treat psychological disorders what are the factors contributing to healing in psychotherapy write short notes on different alternative therapies what are the techniques used in rehabilitation of mentally ill So let's come to the first idea that we have to discuss in this episode the biomedical therapy. So biomedical therapy is nothing but the prescription of medicines for certain psychological disorders very especially the disorders that are psychotic in nature. So this uh, prescription happens with the help of qualified medical professionals known as psychiatrists who are psychiatrists I discussed that in chapter 4 if you haven't listened to that episode go and do it now so 
Psychiatrists are medical doctors who have specialization in psychiatry. That suggests they are specialized in understanding, diagnosis and treatment of mental disorders. What kind of medicines to be referred or to be prescribed to which disorder? That completely depends upon the type or the nature of disorder a particular person is suffering from. Severe mental disorders such as schizophrenia or bipolar disorder require antipsychotic drugs. Common mental disorders such as GAD or generalized anxiety disorder or reactive depression may require milder drugs. So, if it is a deeper problem, then antipsychotic drugs are given. If it is a neurotic issue, then mild drugs are given. Definitely, these medicines have a number of side effects like from mood swings, weight gain, some drugs may themselves call for depression. Then, you know, sleeping for good number of hours, always in a kind of a mild trance zone that happens, the sleepy zone that happens because of the medication. So many Clients come to me, they say that uh, we started taking medication from a psychiatrist, but then we kept on sleeping when the drugs were on. So we stopped that. Please do not do that till your psychiatrist or your doctor suggests you to. Always remember, along with medication, you need to continue therapies on the conscious mind if you are on medication. Once your therapies continue and you are more balanced with your thoughts, then your psychiatrist or your doctor may himself reduce the medication. Yes, this is very much possible. Once the medication is stopped, then you can go for deeper work like hypnotherapy and other healing modalities. The drugs can cause addiction and harm the brain as well as the body. Yet, they are required at times. So it is self, if it is self-medication with drugs that affect the mind, it is really dangerous. So do not go for medication by your self-prescription. At the same time, medicines are required to balance the hormonal changes or the chemical changes in your brain, while therapies are required to balance your thought patterns, your mind. There is a difference. Please listen to the chapter on psychological disorders. You can listen to that. Those are in my episodes already. Then there is a part of the same therapy which is biological therapy. This part consists of ECT. ECT is electroconvulsive therapy. So when the mental disorders are too severe, then the psychiatrist himself decides to give Electric shocks. You must have seen it in the movies. In India uh, or Bollywood, there was a movie called Tere Naam. In that, ECT was given. Even in the movie Ghazani, ECT was given. So these shocks are given via electrodes. These are mild shocks, but they are given on the brain of the patient to induce convulsions. These convulsions give us a necessary improvement for the patient. ECT is not a routine treatment and is given only and only when the drugs are not effective in controlling the symptoms of the patient. So when the drugs fail, then ECT 
needs to be incorporated however ect is banned in the country but for certain cases it can be given the next topic of today's episode is factors contributing to healing in psychotherapy so what are the factors that contribute to healing in psychotherapy some factors can be patient related factors or patient variables while others can be therapist variables because there are two people who are involved in therapy one the patient and the other is the therapist himself so let's understand the variables which come under patient variables in the patient variables number 1 is motivation for change is the person motivated for change is he looking forward to a different life or does he want to live in the same rut of life that things are not going according to me what i want in life or you know those negative thoughts if he is not having internal motivation then no therapy can cure him which is why it is suggested very clearly you cannot push anyone for any therapy only when the client is ready then the therapist can work with the client because it contributes to the whichever therapy that we are giving this is called the readiness in the client if there is no readiness no change can happen the second factor or the variable which the patient needs to look into is expecting improvement by treatment if you've already given up hope no person on earth can ever treat you can ever help you if you are hopeless completely yet if you have positive intention if you feel okay finally i am in the right place with the right person this person would definitely help me or treat me there are some patients who have a habit of changing therapist they would go from from one therapist to another from another to the third one and from third one to the fourth one so there are number of people who do this these will be the people who actually do not have any hope in the treatment you know if you take therapies from one therapist continue with that particular therapist or else different therapist have different mind different techniques different suggestions in the end you will make a mess out of all the therapy stick to one person at the max two people and listen to this person and this would only and only happen when you have full trust in your therapist so before starting your treatment with any person first have a research about him or her take feedback from his or her patients or people who know this person so first you be assured that you are with the right therapist and then go towards the therapist continue whatever the therapist is saying the therapist at times will be your friend at times your parent at times your coach at times your teacher this therapist has to play a number of roles but if the person is playing the role of your strict teacher and you go and change your therapist that therapy will never be effective on to you so you need to trust and then expect improvement from the treatment and surrender and flow with it then see the difference next is therapist variables the therapist variables include a positive nature the positive nature of the therapist as in you know there are clients who have years of depression you work with this person and then this person doesn't 
comply to whatever you have suggested yet you persist with a positive nature that okay mild improvement has happened at least this person is showing up again to your clinic instead of sitting at home so if a therapist has a positive nature or a healthy nature towards the improvement of the client shows all patients does not you can say punish this person who has come up then definitely the client who has a lot of hope from you would change good mental health of the therapist himself if you are a therapist and if you are in a bad mental state or emotional conflicts then the therapy will not be effective you won't be in charge of everything there has to be a proper balance of body mind and soul you have to be present in the present this only happens when you yourself have a good mental health as well as there is no emotional conflict so having no emotional conflict is another variable by the therapist another major factor in healing is the technique which is adopted by the therapist and the implementation of the same with the patient or the client like for example if behavioral system and cbt school are adopted to heal an anxious client then relaxation procedures and the cognitive restructuring should be utilized for healing the therapeutic alliance which is formed between the therapist and the patient or the client has its own healing properties because the client now knows that the i have a person the therapist who is available at regular intervals whenever i have an issue i can contact with the professional and from the therapist there is warmth and empathy which is provided towards the client the first session the case receiving session is also called the outset of therapy where the client is interviewed and the nature of the problem is understood the client also unburdens himself from his emotional issues this unburdening of emotional issues is known as catharsis catharsis itself has its own healing properties now let's talk about ethics in psychotherapy each psychotherapist that is a professional th- psychotherapist needs to practice certain ethics the first one is informed consent needs to be taken so if a client is coming and if he is not allowing you to work on him there is no consent generally there is a form which is given from the therapist to the client where the disclosures and uh, disclaimers and stuff are required that needs to be signed that forms the contract of the therapy if not then many therapists also you know uh, consider the verbal consent of the client like in hypnotherapy also before starting the session we ask so do you give me the permission to work with you that is informed consent when the client says yes only and only then the therapy begins second is confidentiality i've been stressing upon this point since my first episode therapist needs to be assured about the confidentiality nothing absolutely nothing which the client shares with the therapist can go out in public not even to the parents or the family of the client of course if the client wants you to do that you can 
inform the family members or the people concerned then there is a shared confidentiality clause if the client permits you to share it with your seniors you can do that otherwise if you have to share the case with your seniors for your any kind of assistance or help required from them then the identity of the client remains confidential even if you have to present case studies the identity is confidential you cannot leak it if court of law or legal issues require it then of course you need to present the client's case if the client is in a harmful situation or a dangerous situation where he can harm himself or to others then you have to breach the confidentiality otherwise in none of the other situations you have to leak the identity of the client the third ethics is elevating personal distress and suffering should be the goal of all attempts of the therapist so we elevate whatever the issue of the client is we increase it when we increase it the catharsis may happen and later on it resolves the issue integrity of the practitioner or client relationship is very important if in any situation there is transference or counter transference which is if the client falls in love with the therapist or therapist falls in love with the client or sees the son or the daughter or the friend in the client then it is not an integrated relationship between a practitioner and the client therapy ends here respect for human rights and dignity is another clause professional competence and skills is most important ethics in therapy if you are just a masters with no professional experience and still you are practicing therapy based upon your masters then it's a crime be careful take professional courses internships as per the norms and then only practice the next key idea is alternative therapies now alternative therapies are you know basically they are not proper psychological therapies rather therapies that are away from conventional treatments or conventional drug treatment or psychotherapy you can say these include yoga meditation acupuncture herbal remedies pranic healing then we have access bars all these are included in alternative therapies so in the past 30 to 35 years but as per your ncrt 25 years yoga and meditation have definitely gained popularity for the treatment plans of psychological distress and they are really effective if you have heard about sadguru then his technique called isha kriya they are very famous words like i am not the body i am not even this mind this is called isha kriya you know when you do it with certain practice it gives you a balance in life yoga is ancient indian technique detailed in ashtanga yoga of patanjali's yoga sutras and it's yoga these days it's very common most popular approach even foreign countries us and canada and other places are following it 
we know 21st june is the international yoga day which is world's international yoga day it has its own importance there are a number of asanas or body postures or breathing te- techniques or pranayams we call them or a combination of both so they give lot of healing there are certain mantras along with the breath or the yoga postures or the body postures you see a different affirmation with each posture of surya namaskar as well all this is very effective in treating a person from psychological distress or disorders one of my student from jodhpur she has a brother who has a um, disorder called down syndrome so the name of her brother is shantanu rathor he has shown amazing improvement with yoga and he has also um, i guess he is in class 10th now so he's doing wonderfully well plus many you can say um, universities also approve that yoga is effective in treating the disorder mental disorders then another one is in meditation itself called vipassana meditation also known as mindfulness based meditation so into this there is no fixed object or thought to hold the attention so it's like you know you go for 10 days into vipassana centers there are certain practices that they teach you and then you have to sit for hours so once you keep on going within with each day of all these 10 15 days then the shift itself happens so it's about passively observing various bodily sensations and thoughts that are passing in through your awareness just watching beautiful one with corona this vipassana is like you know auto vipassana which is happening when we are sitting in homes coming to the next one the rapid breathing techniques they induce hyperventilation as in sudarshan kriya yoga also known as kai s k y this is very beneficial low risk low cost it treats anxiety stress post traumatic stress disorder depression stress related medical illnesses substance abuse and rehabilitation of criminal offenders also happens or also has been happening through sky sky has been also used as a public health intervention to elevate ptsd in survivors of mass disasters so proper 30 minute practice every day gives a maximized benefit these benefits may include enhanced well-being mood attention mental focus and stress tolerance researches by nimhans national institute of mental health and neurosciences india it has shown that sky has reduced depression alcoholic patients who have practiced sky have also reduced depression and stress levels insomnia is also treated with yoga it reduces the time to go to sleep and also increases or improves the quality of sleep another type of yoga called kundalini yoga is taught in usa and is very effective in treating mental disorders So the Institute for Non-Linear Science University of California San Diego USA all of them have found that kundalini yoga is effective in treatment of OCD obsessive compulsive disorder kundalini yoga plus pranayam or breathing techniques with chanting of mantras are also really effective in prevention of repeated episode of depression 
altogether meditations help the patients process emotional stimuli better and hence prevent biases in the process of these stimuli coming to the last topic of this chapter that is rehabilitation of the mentally ill now so for treatment of psychological disorders like the milder ones anxiety depression reactive depression or phobia etc the symptoms associated are less in terms of improvement in quality of life however when mental disorders that are severe in nature like schizophrenia the reduction of symptoms may not be associated with their improvement in quality of life there are many patients who may suffer from negative symptoms such as disinterest and lack of motivation to do work or to even interact with people for all these cases rehabilitation is required why because it helps them in becoming self sufficient in their lives later on aim of rehabilitation is to empower the patient to become productive member of the society to the extent possible so in rehabilitation there are three types of things that are done especially the occupational training social skills training and vocational training or therapy in occupational therapy the clients or the patients are taught to make certain things like candle making paper bag or weaving something you know so that uh, they can have their small occupation and help themselves support themselves remain occupied in their work or life while in social training interpersonal skills through role play imitation and instruction are taught so about the social skills training it is important that the client is comfortable in the social atmosphere because after the return from the asylums or the institutions then for them it becomes difficult to interact or keep a you can say emotional balance with the world outside so social skills training is also given before sending them back to the homes kind of cognitive retraining is also given to improve the basic cognitive functions like attention memory and executive functions in the client or the patient once the patient is showing improvements that are sufficient vocational training is also given wherein the patient is helped to gain skills necessary to undertake productive employment so after that you know from the small scale thing they can now once everything is settled they are balanced then they are helped into joining in the professional or productive employments so with this we finish the third chapter of my podcast i'm thoroughly enjoying this journey of creating episodes each wednesday and also your weight and your constant messages and the sweet surprises i get randomly from people i don't even know i get the messages that my podcast are really effective and helpful for them so thank you so much for giving me feed forwards i will be waiting for your feed forwards So let's have before I end this episode let's have a very quick recap of what all we studied in this episode we started with biomedical therapy biomedical therapy is where the medicines are prescribed by the psychiatrist antipsychotic drugs are given to patients with severe disorders like schizophrenia or bipolar disorders while milder drugs are prescribed to people having generalized anxiety disorder or depression at times ect electroconvulsive therapy or mild shocks or convulsions are given to the patient 
by the psychiatrist only and only when the drugs are not effective factors that contribute to healing in this we studied that there are different disorders and there are different techniques to heal those disorders the first factor that contributes to healing is the type of technique the therapist is using utilizing or the approach that he uses then we understood the therapeutic alliance is very important where the client understands the therapist and the therapist understands the client and the way of functioning catharsis also leads to healing non specific factors that are variable in nature we have patient variable factors and therapist variable factors under patient variables comes motivation for change and expecting improvement by treatment therapist variables have positive nature good mental health and no emotional conflicts if any of these vary then the therapy may not give healing so it is suggestive that if therapist is not in a good state of mind the therapy appointment should be cancelled you know it's about celebrating life no need to work continuously no need to die and work celebrate life take offs nothing would change rather it would be more effective if you take break as a therapist go for holidays relax there are n number of issues in the world and n number of heavy energy in that process you don't need to consume your own energy conserve them by celebrating life take offs coming to ethics in psychotherapy certain ethics need to be followed like informed consent confidentiality needs to be maintained the goal of therapy is to reduce distress of the client strict professionalism is required respect of human rights and dignity plus professional competent skills of the therapist needs to be followed under alternative therapies we understood yoga that has ashtanga yoga patanjali's yoga the keywords under this are asanas pranayam combination of both in meditation we understood or we talked about vipassana meditation that are mindfulness based meditations sky is rapid breathing technique which is hyperventilation technique it helps in reducing stress anxiety depression ptsd substance abuse increases well-being mood attention mental focus and gives stress tolerance nimhans proves that sky is been beneficial in a couple of disorders kundalini yoga is pranayam and mantra chanting together institution or institute of non linear science university of california san diego usa shows kundalini yoga is effective in reducing obsessive compulsive disorder zen is a technique from china japan korea and vietnam it talks about the school of mahayana buddhism it says meditation self actualization and intuition increases or leads to enlightenment not just faith and devotion zazem meditation is a form of dharma practice and experiential wisdom so this is something extra from the notes that i have under rehabilitation of mentally ill we talked about um, the goal which is to overcome lack of interest and motivation to work in severely affected people who have schizo and other severe issues the goal is to help the patient to become a productive member of the society the methods 
through which we do the rehabilitation work are occupational therapy social skills training cognitive retraining and vocational training so with this we finish the chapter therapeutic approaches looking forward to read from you looking forward to listen from you where can you connect with me is the facebook group the link for that is given in the description of this episode you can also find me on youtube and instagram on youtube i'm available with the name dr kavita bhargav and also we have another page with miss neeja handa's name so you can follow these two pages sorry the channels on youtube you call it channels on instagram you call it pages okay so there you will find the recent upload on wow for wow is words of wisdom i just finished that webinar today and uh, i will be uploading the complete unfiltered episode or the webinar onto my page as well as miss neeja handa's page you can search us on google we'll be available watch the episode wow wow is words of wisdom by miss neeja we do it each third sunday of each month so third sunday of each month is for wow words of wisdom should you want to attend it or see it what we do it how we do it the example will be there onto the youtube channel if you want to attend it you can leave me a message into the group which is ncert psychology the link is there in the description of this episode or you can connect to me in the instagram message also so i'll include you for the next wow the next wow is planned for 19th of july so i'll see you next wednesday with another chapter i am planning to pick motivation chapter from class 11th so let's see how we go about with that till then take care of yourself stay safe stay home even if corona situation is getting better but still go out less so these are the times where your safety is in your hands increase your mental power your health focus there so finally signing off Happy learning, happy healing. Sayonara, see you soon.